0: Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome
1: to a Saturday, March 25th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We're about to talk about Supergirl, season two, episode 16, Star-Crossed. Yeah, we are. And in this episode, a new villain comes to National City, putting Supergirl on high alert. Meanwhile, Wynn's girlfriend, Lyra, gets one in trouble with the law maggie attempts to help win but old loyalties get in the way and the music meister attacks supergirl dun 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 so what did you think of this episode zach
0: yeah so that description is pretty accurate of what happened in this episode and it's also kind of indicative of the episode itself so it's there's a lot of stuff going on and nothing really gets as much time devoted to it as I wish it would. So this is, this is one of those scenarios where I kind of wish they had made two episodes out of this and each one could have been its own episode, but at the same time, I kind of understand. So let me explain. So like the wind part, please do. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should, maybe (laughs) I should just take time and explain it. Um, so the part with Wynn and Lyra, I think that could be a whole episode in of itself, but I understand that it would have been hard for like, because like if Supergirl got involved, it would probably make it the story a lot shorter, as opposed to just letting Guardian and Win take care of it. Um, so having her distracted with the whole Monel and his parents thing, I guess makes sense. But I found myself more interested in that storyline, so I wish they would have had more time for it. Um, and the other thing is the whole the whole storyline with Monel revealing that he's the prince and all of that. It's just like I don't know. I guess it was too obvious. And so right. I already knew like what was going to happen and nothing was like surprising at all. So it was kind of like just waiting to get through those parts of so, like, well, I know what's going to happen here. Just get back to Lyra and win because I don't know what's going to happen there. So maybe I'm just being a little nitpicky. Um, but yeah, so maybe like I guess that's a that's a good thing. I wanted the episode to be longer or split into two episodes or maybe just get rid of the Monel part because to me, it wasn't that interesting. <laughs>
1: Uh, So, yeah, I I was going to say, it, it's, there's a lot going on in this episode, but uh, to me, it didn't really feel like anything was happening. Yeah. Um, There are quite a few storylines that you mentioned here. None of them felt really... Maybe it is the fact that what you mentioned there, maybe it is the fact that they just were a little rushed because they spent a lot more time. They spent a good, I don't know, two minutes on the setup at the end for the crossover right. with The Flash. So, I wonder if... This could just be, you know, confirmation bias, but it could be. It seemed, you know, they cut two minutes out, so they had a full episode, but they had to cut two minutes out there. So maybe that's why everything else felt a little bit rushed to you, and they didn't get enough time. Um, but they did spend a lot of of time on that setup at the end.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Without uh, so, really doing anything. Right. Right. Uh, so the two storylines, basic, the two main storylines, Winn and Lyra, or. Cara and Monel. Which one of those was more interesting to you?
1: I, I mean, they both felt predictable to me. Yeah. So I didn't. Um, you know, I guess. So I mean, none of them really. Neither of them really interest me. And I was, um, I was. It, it was weird. It, the whole Monel storyline was weird. Um, we can get into Monel and Kara and after a bit, but just with Monel's parents coming in and they're just like, oh hey. Well, we want to hang out with you. It was weird. They're not like bad guys or anything, and that's fine. Um, But it just seemed like they didn't do anything. And, And I mean, they were excited to see their son, but I mean, that was it. And then at the end, they let him go.
0: Yeah, it's it. It didn't really deliver on the promise that I guess I set up for myself. Like all of the the couple of times we've seen them before, where we haven't seen their faces, and they look like really ominous, and they're traveling the world. They're like teaming up with. Um, dominators to try to find him and like it seemed way darker and like it was going to be a lot more action i guess or maybe some more conflict than just like well i want him to stay for dinner but he wants to go hang out with his girlfriend that was like i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah i I thought it was going to be a lot more intense yeah
1: and this wasn't a bad episode or anything there's just nothing nothing terribly i think that description we read is all you need to know right about yeah. the episode like you, you know we didn't miss you wouldn't miss a lot by not seeing this episode other than the obvious um cara and manel thing yep yeah. i did like how it, it opened up with an immediate jab at um musicals which is kind of funny i guess cuz we know that's coming you know musicals right. coming so haha let's make fun of them uh and then they had that sort of uh, man of steel zod scene where the Daxamites take over every everybody's computer by putting uh static on the screen and talking it's weird they have terrible terrible video but HD audio right. on the screen um, <laughs> uh so you know the dexmites basically let it be known that they're there and um that's how Monel Manel wants to go take care of it himself but caro wants to go with of course
0: right and i think that is the part that kind of annoyed me is that they they have this great premise that I think they could have spread out a few episodes where his parents aren't good people and they don't care about the people of earth they they should have shown up and like started destroying things because they're just looking for Monel. But but it, it seems really sinister where they take all over all the TVs and they want to talk to anybody but then they don't do anything about it they're just kind of hanging out waiting for him to get teleported up
1: yeah although do you remember um a couple episodes ago when Kara ripped into Manel for trying to help her with Mixie Pitlick. Yeah. Um, even though she said, Hey, I've got this, don't worry about it. And then Manel tells her Manel goes up to the ship by himself after telling Kara he can handle it. And Kara follows him anyway. Right. <laughs> that seems interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I- I'll just say I-, I think, you know, I think Kara has been unnecessarily hard on Manel. Um even though i mean not that she's not without reasons um but i think she's been a little hard on him
0: yeah and i think she even she knows and i think she basically admits that if he had told her like he wouldn't have had a chance with her like if he had told her that he was the prince and tried to explain that he's changed i think just because of the history between the Daxmites and the kryptonians that yeah i don't think she would have given him a second chance
1: Not, not to mention uh you know at that time he wasn't interested in her romantically he was doing that out of his own survival like imagine if um you know he came and then they found out he was a a daxamite prince who was responsible for all this bad stuff you know what do you think they would have let him free and gotten given him a chance to be a superhero or anything
0: yeah and he thought his parents were dead so like in his mind he's he really is a new person it's like a a new chance for him because he's on a new planet there's no other Daxmites. He's the last of them. He doesn't ever have to deal with that again. So why not just humble yourself and say that you are a servant instead of a prince?
1: Right. And I'm not. I'm not defending Manel for lying. I'm just saying he had some pretty good reasons beyond just you know the romantic stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, so, but the other storyline that's going on this whole time, where Lyra is lying, lying. Lyra is lying to Win. I don't know. I just feel bad for Win, man. Yeah, guy can't catch a break. Poor (laughs) guy,
1: always getting in wrong, always falling for the wrong alien.
0: Yep. Um, but it was cool to see Guardian back in action again. And this is like the perfect situation that lends itself to Guardian, where Supergirl is upset about something else. She's distracted with something else, and it's non-crazy action, non-crazy threats that he can actually handle. So it was cool to see him again. Um, I don't know. This will probably, I don't know, this will probably be the last time we see him this season. (laughs)
1: who knows it's yeah i mean it's always good to see james but it's it's um it's i mean it just feels like you know what's what's going on here you know because they've had such limited screen time for him and it, it feels like yeah they don't know what they're what they're trying to do with him you know whether that be ship him off ship him back to metropolis at the end of the season or uh something else i don't know but it's sort of bums, you know, James was a big part of season one and I like my and it's, I just wish they had more for him to do.
0: Yeah. So Kara at the end of the episode basically decides that she can't accept what Monnell did and breaks it off with him. Um, we've we already talked a little bit before this about how I'm thinking maybe she's being a little bit harsh on him, but I, at the same time, I can understand because he did lie to her for a long time
1: right yeah i understand where they're both coming from i guess i i don't know i feel like uh yeah i don't know i i do understand where they're both coming from but i i almost side more with monel because uh especially at with that speech he gives at the end um you know i don't i don't whether i'm with her or not i wanna i I want to be nearer because i'm a better person i think if Kara heard that she'd obviously feel a little bit differently
0: yeah, and I think he's he's been stocking up on his like nineties romantic comedies because that was a <laughs> as a textbook speech, I think. <laughs>
1: oh, it might yeah, I guess that's a good point. A pretty generic speech. But but I also but I also think he meant it and it was a yeah. good sign it was a good sign of growth for the character. Um whereas before he would just sort of um whereas before, you know, if he said that eight episodes ago, we wouldn't have believed him. Now it's it seems believable. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is it is a good arc, I think, because when he was the most like arrogant was when we most thought that he wasn't the prince. And now that we know he's a prince, he is the least arrogant, I think. And so like the closest to acting, the closer he got to us actually knowing he's the prince, the less he acted like the prince.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: All right. But then that's not the end of the episode. Right after she breaks up with him, basically, Music Meister shows up. What did you think of the introduction of Music Meister?
1: Uh it was a pretty fun and goofy little intro um for um the character, I guess. I mean it's what it's sort of goofy and fun in what you would expect from Music Meister. Yep. <laughs> Very strange <laughs> how they announced, "Oh, we've got a we've got a new prisoner here." And <laughs> I don't, I don't know if they normally announce that at the DEO and we just don't see it, but I thought that was funny
0: yeah i don't know if there's like a sign that like says 13 days since last prisoner caught and then they (laughs) flip it over when a new one comes in and
1: congratulations everybody good work all around you always Um,
0: know you always know in these shows that something bad's going to happen like when they in flash they like announce that they caught um some when they actually used to spend time at the police station they would announce that they caught some villain and bring him and show him around they're like oh yeah he's gonna escape and do something bad
1: (laughs) Oh, we're transporting a prisoner now. Oh, I'm sure that'll end well. Um, but I, th- I think it's interesting, and I haven't I haven't seen the the Flash episode yet. To this, the follow up um, for the the crossover. But I'm assuming with the way they left things in Supergirl, you basically will have to watch the Flash episode to know how she comes. I'm guessing she doesn't she doesn't start the next Supergirl episode unconscious. So I'm get you know I they leave it it's interesting they leave it in a way where you have to watch the flash episode if you want to know what happens or just assume eh, she's fine.
0: Yeah, it's not your typical crossover where it's really focused on the one show over the other. So, you're right. I think if you want to know what's going on, you're going to have to watch the flash at least once.
1: Yeah. So, that's interesting. A bold choice, but I don't I don't think it's going to it means much one way or the other. I was a little surprised we didn't have a cameo from Barry or anything, um, but they just lead right into it. So uh, that's all we've got for today. We will be back with uh, re- previewing the Flash episode or reviewing the Flash episode part of the crossover tomorrow. Um, but in terms of next week's episode of Supergirl, Distant Sun, did you watch the trailer for this, sec?
0: I did. I did check it out.
1: What did you think?
0: Uh, so it's going to be another Kevin Smith-directed one, which the last one he directed i wasn't a huge fan of just cuz it was like super super goofy uh but this one looks a little more serious i think um yeah i don't know there's some crazy stuff going on we we get to see kara punching Monel in the face so maybe that means they're they've made up <laughs> and are they're past not talking and to the punching each other in the face phase which you know is is a healthy part of the relationship rebuilding yeah
1: that's a that's a natural progression i would say so yeah looks like a a good episode so that's all we've got for today thanks for listening we'll be back again tomorrow
0: thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dcdailydrop.com drop by tomorrow for more dc news